You're listening to the St. John's Diamond Creek Podcast. Tonight's Bible reading is from Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 10 and can be found on page 884. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful where he was put every day to beg for those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognised him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. So again, hi, I'm Jack. Uh, I'm a member here at Sunday at 6, and as, as you heard a little bit earlier, I was also a trainee of um, uh, the leadership training program here at St John's. Uh, we gave a bit of info about the leadership training program. If you want to know a bit more, come see me or any one of the guys that stood up earlier, and we'll give you a bit of detail. But for now, just know I was asked to write a sermon. And now I'm speaking that sermon to you guys for the first time. Uh, in thinking about what I wanted to do tonight, I felt like Jesus was very good at telling stories and asking great questions. So I thought I would do the same. So I'll tell you a story from my life, show how I relate to the characters, and then ask you a few questions to see whether or not you can relate to those characters. So strap yourself in. My first story was a few years back now. I had just finished up a long period of work, and didn't have work on the next day. Decided I'd stay up late and go to bed at about 12. Just as my head hits the pillow, I get a phone call. It's a friend of mine who I would consider quite a fairly new friend at this stage. We'd been hanging out in the same sort of friendship circles and we'd exchange details. Anyway, he gave me a ring wondering whether or not I would drive 45 minutes to pick up a friend of his that had just been kicked out of home. Then drive another 45 minutes to drop that friend at the place that they were going to stay. 
I'm wondering how many of you would actually put your hand up to do that. Drive 45 minutes to go get a complete and utter stranger? To get home at about 2 a.m.? Well, I'll put my hand up. I did it. Uh, and I prayed the entire time. And do you know what came out of it? About four months later, my friend actually became a Christian. I feel connected to Peter here, as both of us gave everything that we had to offer. Peter wasn't wealthy. He didn't own anything, really. He didn't have power within the society. He wasn't like a big authority figure or anything. He was, in reality, a bit of a no-one at this stage. And he didn't know exactly if the cripple was going to be healed or not. This didn't stop him, though. He didn't stop him making the cripple look up, giving him the full attention and giving the time and the name of Jesus to this man. I feel as though I did this with my friend. So, if you feel connected to this story and Peter's, I'd love you to reflect on how you could serve somebody, how you could show the love of God to someone. I know that there will be a few out there that don't think that you have much to offer, if anything. You probably just haven't found it yet. I encourage you to pray to God to see whether or not he can show you something that you're able to give to somebody. Also, my next story might help a bit. We'll see. So my second story is about a friend who was going through some pretty heavy mental health issues. And they were not having the best home life either. So sort of meant that they had to move out of home. Now... The way I went about this wasn't how, how can I show love to this person? How can I show God's love? How can I invest in this person? No. What I was thinking was, I need to get home. I need to start cooking dinner for my family. So I did the bare minimum. I listened. I chatted quickly about how I could help in the future, but said I needed to go. They said, that's all right. I could go. All I could think on the drive home was the classic Aussie, Aussie saying, she'll be right. And you know what? She wasn't all right. An hour goes by, and I get a message. Hey, I'm not doing all right, and I'm not feeling in a safe space. <sighs> Boy, have you ever been dumped by a wave at the beach? Have you ever felt that crashing force just come down on top of you? 
That's exactly how I felt after I got this message. I could relate I could relate to the, the priests of this passage. But hang on, Jack. There's no mention of any sort of priests in this Bible passage. Well, we can assume because the temple, uh, sorry, the cripple was sitting outside of the temple, that the priests had to know that he was there. They would have done the bare minimum, thrown a few coins his way, and allowed him to beg there, but didn't really do anything much to help the, uh, other than that, to help the guy out. I feel like I did this with my friend. Threw a bit of time at them, and uh, just passed them by with no real long-term plan for them. If you feel like this at the moment, or as if the world of big issues like climate change, the bushfires, uh, world hunger or homelessness are causing you to feel like you can't do anything, have you ever considered focusing on the individuals and helping them Inviting the weird kid from school to hang out with you. Asking the strange parent a question just to figure out what's going on in their life. Asking someone who's out of place to join in. All these things can make a huge impact in that person's life. And the other awesome thing is you get to show them the love of God. And my third story is about me living away from home. So come with me on a three-hour drive to Albury. This is the first time I've been living out of home. I'm starting a course I wasn't really interested in. Uh, sorry, I was interested in, but not super passionate about. So the hours that I had of boredom were huge. Then, when I got home to the place I was staying at, the guy that I was staying with told me I wasn't doing my life right, that my faith was risky. And the list went on and on and on with this guy. So when this happened, I would normally turn to my family. The unfortunate thing was... They were three hours away at this point. I felt so isolated. No interest in what I was doing. Isolated me from my friends in Melbourne because they seemed so passionate in things that they were doing. And here I was just being, doing nothing. The fact that the guy was in my face constantly just added to that feeling of being alone. And there was no one there I could trust with what I was feeling. I broke down on the phone to someone. I let them know how I was feeling. And the more I told, the more I cried. And the more I cried, the more came out. I was a mess. 
I appreciate the amount of time that they put into me afterwards, though. They made sure that I was okay and helped me think clearly to make decisions that would make better impacts in my life and ultimately put me here because they pointed me to God in that instance as well. Okay, so the cripple was in a very similar spot. They were isolated, even though they had people all around them. They must have felt like they didn't matter at all. And we can see this by the fact that Peter actually has to get them to look up at him. Can you imagine not being able to look someone in the eye, but being looking down because you feel so worthless, so isolated? I wonder if anyone here feels isolated tonight. Good news is that we can see in Jesus' ministry that he moves towards people that are isolated. He doesn't go to those that are in big powers or, or fitting well into groups. He goes to those that are on the outskirts, that are isolated. I encourage anyone who is feeling isolated to think if there's anyone here that might pray for you. It could be your friend or someone up the front that you've seen. Or the ways that Kirk mentioned earlier in the notices. But seek to move towards God because he will always have your back. Lastly, I'd like to mention God. He was in all of this. He was helping Peter heal the guy. He was watching over the cripple, making sure that he got what he needed and waiting for the high priest to start acting differently. And he's here now. Let me do a quick prayer. God, you've been in every situation from the start of time to the passage today and all the stories after the Bible. I praise you for that. It means you have been a constant. Lord, I ask that you move towards those feeling isolated. You know who they are and what they need. Lord, prompt us to show your love to others and empower us to make changes in the lives of those that are feeling isolated to show them who you are. Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for St. John's Diamond Creek. If you have any questions about this podcast, send us an email, questions at stjohnsdc.org.au. 